When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ¿Quieres saber un secreto? Ahorrar para el futuro no es tan difícil. Travis Credit Union lo hace más fácil. Abre una cuenta del mercado monetario Jumpstart para ganar la tasa más alta con el saldo más bajo. Es una manera rápida de ahorrar y un camino seguro hacia tu propio futuro. ¿No es inteligente? Más información en traviscu.org diagonal Jumpstart. Pueden aplicar calificaciones de membresía y otros requisitos. Asegurado a nivel federal por NCUA. Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learned a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And Rip and Pow, well, the whole crew's all, Yoo! Induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. Episode 3, In a World Where. I think a lot about alternate universes. Not just the kind in fan fiction where it's like, what if this character was an Olympic pro figure skater instead of an international spy? Or if all these superheroes were in a zombie apocalypse? (laughs) Or... Or your favorite paranormal park ranger was secretly a werewolf. I do think about that stuff a lot, too. How would the characters I love stay the same? How would they change? How much can you take away or switch around before you lose something essential? Nature versus nurture versus... Zombies. But I think about it for me, too. What if I'd grown up somewhere else? What if lending my pencil crayons to Erin Walker in grade one actually made me her new best friend? 
What if I had said that funny comeback in the moment instead of thinking of it 15 minutes later? Which moments would change me? And would the moments of change be as obvious as they feel when you're imagining another universe for a person on TV? And the head of the entire department said he really liked my idea. Oh, wow. So on top of pulling together the rest of the conference, we're going to have to find sponsors for the executive lounge. Right. I don't know if anyone else in the intern pool has any background in fundraising, and Jesus, it's not like I can count on Greg to do anything. Yeah, no, that guy sounds like a total douchebag. The biggest douchebag. <laughs> oh, I didn't even tell you what he tried to pull on Jamie during our first peer review. I met Whitney Chadar in grade three. We had to do projects on dinosaurs in class, and she was the only other person who thought the ichthyosaurus was cooler than the triceratops. We've been best friends ever since. We go to different universities now, but every summer and Christmas break, we've come home and picked up like before, hanging out in our bedrooms until stupid o'clock in the morning, watching bad movies and reading way better fanfic while we get hopped up on sugar like we're still 14 and can't legally drink. Well, most summers. This year, she got an internship in Toronto for this company that does, uh... I'm not sure if it's finance stuff or marketing. God, ugh. Imagine an AU where I'm a good friend. So, how are you doing out there? I, you know, the usual... I'm thinking about this fic based on the new Selkirk app. Like, now that they've confirmed this whole curse on Tony's household thing makes him sort of immortal. I mean, until it kills him. I was thinking of doing maybe like a five-in-one fic the where... the episode last night already? It was on Tuesday. Really? Okay, you have like six day planners too many to not know this. Only four, don't shame. And I'm at least two episodes behind anyway. <laughs> Do you need me to come out there and fight your bosses until they give you some free time? Because I will. With my fists. And my superior copy-making skills. I mean, you should come visit me out here. Uh, I thought you were coming home before we went back to school. Yeah, for a few days. But you know mom and dad are going to want to see me for at least some of that. Right. And I want to show you around out here. It's a really great city. There's a board game cafe near the office. That has to appeal to your nerd brain, right? No, yeah, that's cool, I guess. I just... I don't even know if I could get the time off. You could come near the end of the summer. You're gonna have to quit around then anyway. That's true. And you have to do at least one fun thing with your last summer before graduation. We might not get a lot more chances to just hang out like we used to. Christmas? Think about it, okay? Okay. For real? Yeah, I, I will. Promise. You didn't answer my question before. Huh? How are you? I'm fine. Wow. Really sell it to me, Kate. I'm learning so many things I didn't want to know about what people think is okay to do in public bathrooms. So... That's cool. Thanks for reminding me to never complain about working overtime. Hey, you know, Riley's working at that pizza place downtown again. Oh, yeah. You guys should get together. Swap war stories. You still have her number? Hmm. Uh, maybe? 
What? I mean, she was always more your friend than mine. Kate. Whitney. What does that even mean? I don't know. Nothing. Kate. It's just weird not having you here. No, forget it. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's cool. I'm glad you're having a good time out there. It sounds really cool. And... Shit. It's later than I thought it was. I have to go to work. I miss you too, nerd. Let me give you her number before you go. Fine, Mom. You wish. Get a pen. Okay... Here's a deeply shameful admission. Before this summer, I used to imagine what it'd be like to be in one of those AUs where everyone works in a coffee shop. Yeah, that dream died its final death about... Saturday, May 30th. Scenes from a realistic coffee shop AU, part 219 of Infinity. Got a test coming up? Huh? You've been in here four times today. That usually means university student. Unless there's some other reason you don't want to sleep tonight. I mean... I could think of a few reasons. At that moment, the flirty one-liner Tony had spent half an hour rehearsing in the coffee shop's bathroom mirror was interrupted as the person in line behind him did what could only be described as a full-on body check before thrusting their credit card at Garrett's face. Don't block the register, asshole. Large coffee, black. Uh, um, yeah. Talk to you, um, later? As Garrett opened his mouth to reply, the espresso grinder and the blender fired up in unison. P.S. There are coffee grounds in my bra right now, and I am never doing a coworker a favor ever again. Scenes from a realistic coffee shop AU, part 564 of Infinity. Tony was pacing again. Garrett had said to meet him out here on his break, which was supposed to have started five minutes ago. He checked his phone again. Six minutes now. Hey, how's... It was hard to know where to look first. The ham and cheese wrap Garrett was trying to devour seemingly without the use of his hands or the still-dripping t-shirt plastered against his chest... Garrett let the door to the shop slam behind him, and the puff of air that motion kicked up gave Tony something entirely less pleasant to consider. <clears throat> what? What's that smell? Mm. How about... Garrett frowned and swallowed enough of the wrap in one go that Tony could see it move down his throat, snake-like. Mm. How badly do you want to be able to keep ordering food and stuff from here? I... I usually just get the iced tea. Ah, so I spilled some... uh, Okay, so you know how if you leave milk at the back of the fridge for long enough you get, like, not really cheese, but this lumpy stuff that... Yeah, I think I changed my mind. Scenes from a realistic coffee shop AU part. New private message from user Hella Enchanted. Sorry you're having a rough day at work. Or maybe just 
Sorry about customers in general. I remember what retail is like. If you don't mind saying, what happened with the coffee grounds? Ella. <laughs> I was... I was grinding coffee for a customer, and I guess I set the bag in the wrong place. And now I know that if you shoot coffee grounds at the floor with enough force, they can really bounce everywhere. <sighs> Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. And, uh, hey. Thanks for asking. Getting your message really brightened up my day. I'm Kate, by the way. Me and Day You is a Procyon Podcast Network production. You can find transcripts for every episode of the show, as well as information about our other podcasts at ProcyonPodcasts.com. The voice of Kate is Philomena. The voice of Whitney is Misha's voice. The voice of Tony is Ben Moody. The voice of Garrett is Sam B. Wynn. The voice of Ella is Elisa Park. So I mentioned this on Twitter already, but I'm not so shameless. I won't mention it in the credits here, too. If you're listening to this episode the day it came out, it's my birthday today. And if you've been looking for a moment to support the show by telling the people in your life about it, whether they're your friends, your loved ones, or just some stranger who you're leaving a comment for on AO3, now is the perfect time to do that. Word of mouth is such a big deal for us as a new podcast, and everyone who said something already, it just means the world. So thank you so much. This episode was written and produced by Andrea Clausen, with sound design by Aaron Bauman. Our theme song is by Samantha Jean Rivers, logo by Alex Hume. Find us on Twitter and Tumblr at me and AU Pod. We'll see you in two weeks. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands. And what do you do exactly besides dance with strangers? I work for the postal service. <laughs> you, you're a. A postman. We're right. We're right. Miss what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person? Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you. It seems like a lot. Shot. What's that? Just pull this tube over your stomach. We are Ow! Yeah, this is gonna hurt. What? Nothing! Ah! Very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sada, please write back. If your letter can find me here, 
then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos, Raul. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.